Oh
to be praised, Lord. You are so worthy, so worthy to be praised. We bless your holy name. We bless your mighty name. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I, I feel like that what, what has happened tonight is that the Lord has brought us here and given us the privilege to continue to, to I will just say, to finalize the service we were in this morning. We were, we were standing, we were at this altar taking communion and experiencing the Lord's presence in that, in that experience as we just renewed the covenant that, that that provides for every one of us to be in with God. And He brought us back tonight in the same spirit we left. He brought us back and there's just been a spirit of praise and a spirit of adoration and thanksgiving and, and worship and, and, and awe of the holiness of our God. And that's, that's the continuation of what, what happened this morning. This has been beautiful. I just noticed when we first started worshiping, and man, it's, it feels extraordinarily easy to just, to just give him a song of praise tonight. It just feels like I've got energy to do it. And, uh, and, and the, the word that, that the, whole, the Lord's Supper, when, when, we, when we meet, there's an energy that comes out of doing what the Lord told us to do. And we did what the Lord told us to do. We experienced that, that energy as we came back tonight, and we just, and we just came into the Lord's presence. And I, I don't, I'm not in a hurry to leave at the Lord's presence, are you? I, I want to continue and just experience the fullness of the Lord. And then there was a message in tongues and interpretation that, that invited us, as we were invited this morning, to step out and make ourselves available to the Lord. Yet enter into the battle. Into the, into the spiritual warfare over souls. And the Lord said, you, you tonight, what, what the Lord says, you, you do that, you step in and I'll show up and, and I'll do things beyond what you ever imagined through your, through your willingness to be in it. That's pretty much what he said this morning, the same thing that, it, 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 yeah, you'll be in the battle, but it's, it's the Lord who's going to win the battle. That's what the Lord said to us this morning. Whew, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you for allowing us, Lord, just to continue what we were experiencing this morning as, as, we, as we stood together and we worship you, as we sang and, and, and just delighted in your love for us and your provision for us, and, and that, you would, that you would summon us and call us and invite us to, to join you in the, in the search for souls, in the spiritual war over the souls of people who are lost. Lord, this morning you, you, you persuaded us. We can. You can use us mightily. There's not any of us who are born again that, that you can't use what we're willing to give if we're just willing to lose our life for your sake. Just make ourselves available, Lord. And our answer to you tonight is yes, Lord, yes. Yes, we will step in. Yes, we will step in. Yes. Yes, we will step in. And we will give you ourselves, Lord. We will give you our willingness. We will give you our readiness. We will give you our, 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 our overcoming the timidness and, and, and anxiety of, uh, of just entering an, an unfamiliar ground. Lord, we'll let you put us in the middle of a place where you need somebody to speak for you, and we'll speak what you give us. And you can love through us, Lord. You, you can touch through us, and you can, you can just do mighty things just as you said you would be delighted to do. Whether we ever know about them or not, we're going to know you kept your promise. We're going to know you did mighty things, Lord. 
If we don't know until eternity, we will, we'll know someday what mighty, mighty things you did. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you for going to that cross. Can, can you believe we have the opportunity? I want you to be seated, okay? Just you've been standing a long, long time. I'm not sure what to tell y'all. Uh, it seems amazing to me that we can commit ourselves, and the Lord is asking us to, we can be used by and our lives, our lives be filled with the same God that for Daniel shut the mouths of those lions all night long. For Jonah provided a big old fish for this disobedient preacher who was running from God and his assignment. And God provided this big old fish to have him a, a uh, RV experience <laughs> for three nights in the ocean waters. And he didn't die. God kept him alive. He had seaweed on him when he came out. And, and, he, uh, and he, he went to Nineveh where he wasn't going to go. But God kept him alive and caused that fish to cough him up on the, on the shore and made him mightily useful in the city of Nineveh as he preached the gospel. Yeah. The same God that did that for Jonah, that did that for Daniel, that, <laughs> that did that for the three Hebrew children in the, uh, in the, fire, in the fiery furnace, the, 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 the angry king who was so angry over them not bowing to his image said, I see four in there. Didn't we put three in there? I see four in there, and one of them looks like the Son of God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> God was giving him awareness, the same God that was doing that. Everything we see in that Bible that God did, that's the same God inviting us yes, into his presence to experience yes, fullness yes. of joy, yes. peace that passes understanding, yes. life forevermore. Yes. We are invited <laughs> to be his, to be his, to hold his hand. Yes. Mm. Not to mention the God who sent his son into the world. And Jesus, the son of God, did such mighty, mighty, mighty miracles. Mighty miracles. He fed the multitude with loaves and just a little few, few loaves and fishes. How many, how many of his miracles can we just sit here and recount in our minds? Mm. Healed the lepers. Said, go show yourself to the priests. <laughs> And get the, get, the, get the proof of it so you, can, so you can legitimately go back to your families. You've done what the, what the Levitical law, law ordered. You're healed. You're healed. <laughs> woo They get to go home. He raised the dead. He raised himself from the dead. Jesus predicted and prophesied his own resurrection on the third day, and God raised him from the dead. That God, that's who calls us into his in, into his, to step into my world, step, step into what I've got for you. Step in, just be courageous and allow yourself to be uh, engaged yes. with yes. what I want to do. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lead you in this, in, in this prayer. This is the prayer that God put in my heart probably 20 minutes ago, 
or so that, that he, he invites us to pray, who's the first person that comes to your mind that you'd really like to know they're going to heaven with you? Someday you'll see them in heaven. I want you to think of the first person that comes to your mind. Who's that first person? I've got one in my mind, the first one that came to my mind. When everybody's got that first person, a loved one of yours, could be somebody's spouse, could be somebody's child, could be a friend or neighbor or but you know who it is. You got who it is? You know who it is? Because that's what we're going to pray right now. This is how we're stepping in. We're stepping in. We're going we're to call out a, pr- a prayer to God in that person's behalf out of compassion for their soul. And they may already be a Christian. And if they are, we're going to get to know it because the Lord's going to answer this prayer. Yeah. Lord, we want to know. We've got people on our mind. We've got people in our spirit right now. Lord, that we are, are, are joining with them in, one, in an alliance, God, that, that we want to know, we want to know that you have saved them. We want to know, Lord, that they have come into a relationship with you. The men and the women and the young, young adults and the children, Lord, that are being called out their name right now because somebody, somebody, that's the first person they thought of, Lord. We, we, we lift up that name to you right now. We lift up these names to you, Lord. We, we lift up the names to you, Lord, right now. And we ask, oh God, that their soul feels a tugging from the Spirit of God. We, we pray that you would melt the, the iciness, the hardness of their heart, Lord. We pray that you would give them a, a hunger for you, Lord, a hunger to know more. And I, I pray, Lord, that, that, that somehow you open conversation between uh, us and them, Lord, and, and maybe you're even going to bring a lot of other people involved in this, Lord. We, we just step in because we want to say yes to what you invited us to do. Lord, we, we know we can. We know you can use weak instrumentality. You can use us, Lord. And, we, and I pray that tonight is one of the beginning places, one of many beginning places, Lord, where we begin to regularly and boldly and, and aggressively step in to, 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 to your intervention in their lives, Lord. I pray that, that we would we'd be the Ananias that you called when, when, Saul, uh, when Saul was knocked off the horse and you, you spoke to him and he went to Damascus, Lord, and you called for a guy named Ananias to come. Lord, we, we make ourselves available to that, to that, to be used by you, however you want to bring us in conversation. Maybe you're going to use us to pray, to, 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 to make a difference in somebody else's prayer tonight. But God, we just, we just say yes to you. That's the only answer we can possibly give you. We can't say no to you, Lord, because you saved us with your blood, because you have such power at work in our lives. And we just courageously, by, by faith, we say yes, Lord. And we believe that this one person that we've lifted up to you tonight, we're going to get to know before, uh, before they, they pass from this life, before we pass from this life, we're going to get to know that we're going to heaven with them someday. That someday they're going to be celebrating with us uh, in the place where you are, Jesus. In the place where your throne is. And that rather than being rejected from you for eternity, they're going to be with you, with us. Because they're going to shout the name of Jesus. They're going to receive the grace of God. They're going to experience your, your transformation in their lives. And God, we pray that every one of these, Lord, that you're answering prayer for us tonight would, 
uh, would be lights in the darkness to a lot of people that need to just, to just receive you along with them. God, start a revival in Lone Grove, Oklahoma. Start a revival in Carter County, oh God. Start a revival, oh God, through, through our willingness to step into the, into the action tonight by this intercessory prayer. I pray in Jesus' name that we will not grow weary in well-doing, that we'll not get discouraged, Lord, but that we will know we are, we, we are called, we are summoned by the God who made heaven and earth. We are summoned by the God who raised Jesus from the dead. And Lord, you're, you're the one who built the church, and you privileged us to be a part of it, Lord. So we, we just say yes to you wholehearted without reservation. Yes to you, Lord. Would you shout that with me? Yes to you, Lord. Yes to you, Lord. Yes to you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. In the name of Jesus, we pray. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. I worship you, Jesus. I worship you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Mm. Well, that was the one prayer that I felt led, led by the Spirit for us to pray. The other one is one that we pray every service. God, who are you going to send to be the leader? Because we need more than just a pastor. We need a leader. God, we need, we need somebody that's called to this place, yes. called by God yes. to lead this church, yes. to give this church the opportunity to, to experience what God wills to happen yeah. through us. Yeah. Nothing short of it, nothing short of, of what God wills to happen through us as a church. But without a leader, it's, it's going to be delayed. Yeah. Until we've got a leader, it's going to be, we're going to be looking forward toward it. But when that leader has come and we know it's the leader the Lord sent, we're going to trust and believe that God's going to fulfill His purpose yeah. for bringing that leader here. Amen. Amen. Would you like to pray with me about the leader? Yes. Would you like to pray again with me? Yes. Lord, <laughs> we know you... You, you aren't the one who is, is slow about answering, Lord. You, you knew the first time we prayed what your will is. And Lord, I, I believe you've, you've allowed us to, to plow the fields of, uh, with, with our praying, Lord. You, you've allowed us to, to hunger and thirst for, to see you answer the prayer of sending the particular leader that you have chosen with your hand upon that leader, with your hand upon us together around that leader. Lord, we want, we want something, oh God, greater than we've ever seen. We, we want, we want a, a revelation from you, Lord, that this is the one you have put your hand upon. You, just like when what the Scripture says about John the Baptist, when it says there was a man sent from God whose name was John. Lord, may, may it be true of this assembly that they see that, that this is a, a person you have called, and, and, and you called them by name. And, and Lord, just exactly like John, that what, what, you, what you called John to do, he accomplished. He accomplished mightily. 
Lord, you, you, you bragged on him after his martyr, martyrdom. Lord, you bragged on him as being one of the greatest, and the only greater than anybody except who could ever be, uh, be uh, more humble than he. Lord, I pray that, that you'd bring the leader here and that his leadership would flourish and you could brag on him and you could brag on the church that he, and what he's done. Lord, we, we want to do something you're excited about and you're proud of. It's not, it doesn't matter what we want. We want what you want, Lord. We'll be satisfied to, to, to give ourselves to be used by God as a church family. So, Lord, we just, we surrender. Your will be done, Lord. Your will be done. Your perfect will be done. You bring the leader, Lord, that you choose. Nothing short of it, nothing else. In the, Jesus, in the name of Jesus, our Savior, amen. Amen. It's a prayer we've been praying. You've been praying lots of times during the weeks, now for weeks and weeks and weeks. I believe God doesn't turn a deaf ear to hear prayers that are prayed fervently and in faith like that. Praise the Lord. Amen? Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. I looked at the clock and I thought it said 1040. I thought we've been in here longer than I thought, but it's 10 to 8 back there on that one. Why we? Well, I, I understand, yeah. But... Uh, and, and probably some of our crowd, that, that, that change, even though it rocks the other way, the chain, when you change the clock, it messes people up for a few days. Their, uh, their internal clock has is, is got to readjust over the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Uh, ushers, why don't you come and give everyone the opportunity of giving in a love offering for the Lord in a, in a worship tithe an offering for the Lord. That's another way you can step in. Another way you can step in is by being a faithful giver. Amen. You got this job all by yourself tonight? I mean, whatever it takes, I'll do it. He will stay after it until everybody has had their opportunity. How about praying? Would you mind? I don't mind a bit. Okay. Heavenly Father, we just thank you, Lord, for the opportunity to come and worship you. And Lord, we pray, Lord, as we worship you with our tithe and offering, Lord, that you would take it and do as you did with the bread and the fishes. Heavenly Father, divide it to meet all the needs, Heavenly Father. And Lord, we ask that you will keep us out of your way as your will is performed in our lives. Heavenly Father, just let us follow what you have and stay on your path, Heavenly Father. In Christ's precious name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Randy. I love you, man. Okay, start at the beginning and do it all again. Okay? Start at the beginning and do it all again. That was good, you know it? That was really good. People pay $20 a ticket to hear music like that. Amen.
that song have words? Okay, here we go. We're going to get to sing it with them. You can stand if you like. If you can worship, whatever posture you're in is good with me. Isn't that something? Uh, the, the Scripture, let me borrow the set of notes that's back there in the, in the booth, Alan. Uh, the Scripture that from John, the sixth chapter, that I told you about a couple Sundays ago. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, no, I need, I need the other pages too. I'm, just, I'm not going to preach it. I'm just going to tell them what I'm just going to say. <laughs> Lash, you lashing. Nobody's laughing harder than my wife. She's, she's lived through this 40-something years. She's heard me make promises that she knew good and well I wasn't going to keep, but I, I thought I was. That, that Scripture, John 6, 63, when Jesus, you know, he, he'd, 
he was in the temple and he, and he said, well, these are the words I want to sink into your heart. The Spirit alone gives eternal life. Human effort accomplishes nothing. It's got to be generated by the Spirit of God. And the very words I have spoken to you are spirit and life. I, I, I preached to you a couple of Sunday mornings ago about uh, getting God's Word inside you so that you can fulfill God's will for your life. Really, the, the sermon this morning about uh, from the Great Commission, the Lord telling us to teach them to obey all these things I've said. In other words, teach them so they'll have my words in them. My words are spirit. My words are life. And, and the, that's the beautiful story, the parable that he gave about the, the different soils that the, the farmer planted seed. He threw seed, seed out and some of it fell on a hard pathway and some of it fell among thorns and, and, and some of it fell on good, good soil and and it, it grew and, and produced a, a fruit of 60, 80, 100 fold. Can you imagine how delighted it would be for the Lord to see you produce fruit 60, 80, 100 fold? That's basically what he's been talking to us and challenged us. Step in, step in to, my, to, to what I, I want to do through your life and you'll see fruit. But that, that seed, what, what has to happen for that, because that whole parable explains the reason that the the soil, the soil that was hard is because the seed just laid there and the enemy came and stole it. Right. And among others, it got choked with the, with the thorns and the weeds, the, the deceitfulness of riches and, and the deceitfulness of this life. Yeah. And, and, and in other words, the Word didn't get inside you. Right. It, it, got, it got in your ears. It made a temporary change. But, but you, didn't, you didn't continue in the Word and, and, and you don't, it, it just doesn't come out of you know, I had a spiritual experience with the Lord one day, and, and all of a sudden my life is just turning, you know, in, in the flesh. I'm just producing all this fruit. No, that, that fruit is when the Word got in you, and the Word bore fruit right. in your life. Right. And that's what Jesus said. That whole parable is all about getting the Word past your ears, yeah. into your heart, yeah. into your will, yeah. so that you live out His words that are spirit and that are life. Yeah. It's really simple, isn't it? But it's extremely, extremely powerful. And, and what I was going to explain to you tonight is how do you get a word from the Lord into your heart? And the way you get it in there is you've got to will it in there. You've got to give it entrance into your heart. You've got to say, I receive this word into my heart and it is mine. I receive the word like that scripture. My words are spirit. I, I believe you, Lord. I receive that. Your words are spirit. Your words are life. I open my heart to your words. And then when, when the Lord, maybe you hear somebody preach on it, maybe you, you discover it in when you're on your Bible reading, or, or maybe a friend shares a, a testimony with you and they share a scripture, and you say, I want that. I want that word in my heart. I open my heart and I receive that word. And it's, it's different than memorization. It's, it may, you, maybe you don't memorize the whole thing at all. You just, you, you just catch the the meaning of it, and you can forever for the rest of your life refer to, to what the Lord said in your own words. It's not different than what He said. It's, it's your words as you take them in and you, 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 you register them, and you begin to live them out. You begin to live them out. 
like do unto others as you'd have them do unto you. That's a real simple one to take. Take that and, and, and say, I'm, I'm going to get it in my heart. I think I was probably in the fourth grade. I'm guessing about the fourth grade, third, fourth, fifth grade. We had a, we had a pastor who was named Harold Stockton, and, and I was, I just, I listened to him. He, his, one of my best friend was his son, and, and my, his brother was my sister's best friend, and uh, uh, a little more than best friend there. But, uh, but I got the word in my heart that Jesus said, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Yeah. I, I imagine during the 10 weeks, however many I preached for you, you've heard me quote that scripture, no telling how many times. Maybe either, every time I preach, I don't know. That's, that scripture is so deep inside of me. It got inside of me as a kid. And I haven't always lived up to that, but that word has kept steering me back to that. I, I, I will, it won't come out of my heart. It is deeply in my heart. It is entrenched in my heart, and it has borne fruit in my heart that I'm seeking Him first above everything else. I'm putting Him first because I know that verse is connected to the, the last part of the verse, and all these things shall be provided unto you. All the things that He's listed above it in, in Matthew 6, the, like the birds of the air, they, they, they don't worry about their food. They've got, they don't put barns up. They're not worried about it at all. They, they've got provision. The, the Lord provides for them. He said, you're worth more than lots of birds, lots of birds. You're more valuable to me. And so seek me first. And that got in my heart. And that's what I'm saying. Find and let words get in your heart. When, when, I, when I discovered this, it's been a couple of years ago, and uh, I, I was leading a, a staff of, uh, at, our, at our church, and, and I told him, I said, we're going to preach a sermon series. And the Lord has laid on my heart that instead of you studying with uh, an open Bible or your computer, and then you print the scriptures out on your notes or, or on the screens. Hey, I, this, for this series only, and, and, and uh, they, they like to fell out of their chairs when I said this, you, you, don't, get to re, you, don't, get to, uh, you don't get to go check out the scriptures in the Bible. You just got to go from what you remember. If you remember where the verse is, great. If you don't remember where the verse is and you, don't, you can't quote it. In fact, one of our, our staff members was preaching and he, you know, like we use NLT for New Living Translation and, and these initials, he, he, he had the PCV. Pretty close version is what he called it. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. But he, he admitted, I, you know, he couldn't quote it exactly, but that, that's not what mattered. It was the spirit of those words. It was the spirit of Jesus that got in his heart. It was the spirit of Jesus that got that scripture inside. Our, our, our present pastor, Darren Pilcher, he preached a sermon, and, and it was from uh, the book of Isaiah where it, uh, that it talks about uh, that God gives us a peace. Oh, what was that? It was so powerful. It was a verse that he got in his heart when he was young. And, and uh, what, what scripture, the scriptures that are already in your heart are life-giving. They are, just like Jesus said, they are springs of living water that, that well up in your soul. They are, they are, they are life-giving words. They're spirit and they are life. And, and, and uh, treasure those ones that are already there and make it a practice to regularly, uh, when you hear a scripture that you know that's got to be one of your life verses. That's got to be one of your life verses. I discovered this one uh, probably six years ago. So, the, the, in Matthew ver, chapter 7, verse 24, that says uh, that when, 
the person who hears my teaching, it's at the conclusion of the, of the Sermon on the Mount, everyone who hears my teaching and does them is like the wise builder who built his house on a solid foundation. That's what verse 24 says. 25 says it talks about the person who's not wise because he hears his teaching, but he doesn't do them. I said, oh, that's got to come. That's got to get in my heart. I got to get that in my heart. That, that's that's got to be a theme for my life. I don't, I want, I want to hear his word and do it. And do it. Put it into action. What he said, put it into action. So I put that very verse in my heart. I put it into action. And, and I, I'm counting on that verse enabling me not get to, to, to get to the end of my life and not find out that I've been building on a, on a foundation that the storm of judgment's going to come along and just wash it all out from under me. You know, I believe that, that He's enabling me to build a house that's on a solid rock, and even the, 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 the hurricane of the judgment of God is not going to wash that foundation under me. It's going to withstand that I'm going to have built my house on the solid rock of Christ Jesus and His Word because Jesus said, if you'll take my Word and put it into action, if you'll do it, yeah. don't, don't just say, that was really good, and then forget it. Right. Or, or choose not to do it because you have to give up something. Oh, let me tell you, the Lord's words are going to make you give up something. Yep. You're, you're going to give up a lot of somethings. Yep. Because, but, but you're going you're to inherit a whole lot of somethings even better. And, and if we don't understand until we get to heaven, it doesn't matter. As long as we, we choose to obey. We choose to practice what He told us in His Word. That, that was my message to you tonight. Just to dig a little deeper in that thought. Just to make it a little clearer that God wants, wants us to be people who know how to get His Word in our heart. And, and it becomes a part of us. It, like I used the illustration during that sermon about anger. I remember getting angry while I was on the pulpit. I was on the platform. Not, not up here, but I was sitting back there. And that couple came in that were not supposed to be together. They were married to other people, and they were sitting together because they were having an affair, and they still sat in church and do it. And I let my flesh, it was just getting in. And the Lord spoke to me from, from James. Remember I told you what it was, that, that uh, the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. The Lord didn't let me get angry. I had to stifle my, my anger because it was my flesh, and it wasn't going to accomplish the will of the, the purposes of God. Your anger, the wrath of man doesn't. But you know what? God, God will put something in your heart that He'll change that energy into something positive. Right. And, and, and wrath, there's just no place to have a temper that's out of control. You, you need to let that Scripture get into your heart. If you've got an anger issue, you need to let that Scripture get in your heart. If, you're, if your mouth is always going off and saying things, especially if you use profanity. I, I'm shocked at the Christians who allow themselves to use words that are terribly inappropriate for a Christian to be saying. I, I even have them say it to me sometimes because they, they're, they're a little uh, uh, agitated. They're, they're more than that. They're, uh, they're describing their angst. Maybe it's about their spouse, and they're telling me in the same words they tell that spouse. And I think, do you expect God to bless you talking like that? Uh, but I, I, you know, it's the, my wrath's not going to solve it, so I don't get mad about it. I just, I just ask the Lord, uh, to, to give them, I usually stop and have a prayer. I, I turn them into prayers when we start talking like that. And Lord, we, we need you. We need your presence. We need your, your sanctifying presence right. in our hearts. Right. 
And yes, our marriages need God. Yes, there's, 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 it does make you mad to live that close to somebody sometime and, and you step on each other's feet and hurt each other's feelings and, and you feel dishonored sometimes, you feel misunderstood and you feel unappreciated and all, all that happens in a marriage. But you know what? Marriage is the best laboratory for real Christianity there is. It'll test you, it'll stretch you, but it, what, it, what God wills for you to be a disciple who your wife can love you and respect you and, and, and for her to be a disciple that, that, that I can love and respect, you know, and, and that's, that's what I'm saying. Get God's Word inside you. That's it. That's, that's it. You've got to get God's words inside you. Now, now here, here's, I'll, I'll close with this. You believe me? <laughs> it's... It's that got to let it come back now. Hmm. God wants to speak to you. With, with a spiritual voice that your heart can hear. A spiritual voice. Every one of us need to hear the Lord's voice distinctively. And, and having these words, I mean, just showing the Lord that you treasure His Word by, by actually, you know, being intentional about, I'm going to put that Word in my heart. I'm going to, I'm going to put it into practice in my life. It's going, it's going to govern my life. Your, your life is going to reshape. Like the drug addict, he, he gets the words of freedom, God, freedom. I, I don't want you in bondage. I don't want you in, addicted to anything. I want you free. And, I, and, and he, he knows how to set you free and tear the chains off of you. And Jesus gets his word in an alcoholic or in an addict of some kind. And all of a sudden, they, they don't, they're not an addict anymore. All of a sudden, they're set free. All of a sudden, the, the, the prison doors are open. But God has to speak to your heart with his voice that you got to recognize and treasuring his word that you find spoken in the scriptures right. tells him that you'll listen if he'll talk to you. Yes. But if you're not really listening to him in here, it's kind of saying to the Lord, don't bother talking to me. I'm not going to pay much attention to it anyway. I'm sounding kind of rough with that. But I'm just saying we show an attitude to God by how we really treasure and how we know that His words are so profitable. They're so productive. They're so, they're, they're the best thing that can ever happen to us in this life. His words can raise us from the dead. His words can give us life, abundant. His words can give us hope. His words can give us love. When we, when we have no love to give, His words can fill us with love. And so, very intentionally, open your heart to receive His Word and do His Word and listen closely because you'll recognize what He says, that it's Him. It will match what He says in His Word. It will match what it says in His Word. It will be backed up by what it says in His Word. If somebody tells me that the Lord uh, told them something that sounds really crazy, I say, show me that in Scripture. Show me how the Scripture and, I, and I, I'm already planning on showing you how Scripture contradicts that. So I, I'm, you know, you, you'll know. It's the verification process that, that God will take you through if, if you need it to happen. But God will speak to you consistent with how He spoke to all of us. Yeah. 
from Genesis to Revelation. Amen? Amen. Get a hold of His Word. Be more tenacious about opening your heart to receive it and to, to write it on the tables of my heart. I believe that's exactly what Jesus did, even though it was already there. He was God. He, it was His Word. But when He became a human being, I believe He went through the practice of doing what every other human being. I believe He memorized the whole first five books of the Bible. That was what Jewish young children did. That's why when He was 13 years old, 12 years old, He went to the temple and He confounded the wise people, the, the, the wisdom of those spiritual leaders. Wow! The questions and answers that He had. They, they had no idea, but he had put so much of the Word already in his heart. And that's it. That was what I was going to talk to you about tonight. And I want, I want to pray that, that the—I I, I tell you, I want to conclude this service. I want to thank the Lord for giving us the chance to, to continue that communion service tonight with our worship. That was sacred. Thank you, worship team for letting God use you and lead us in that. And, and I, I just want us to stand right now. Why, why, don't, we, why don't we sing a, uh, a closing song uh, that, that is going to literally be our closing after this prayer. You, you guys get, get, get together while I'm praying. Lord, it is a treasure to have your word spoken to us. Sometimes we learn your words. We learn the words of Scripture. We so many songs are written about the things you said. Lord, I, for by whatever means you get your word inside us, breathe it into our very person, Lord, and write it on the tables of our heart. Write it in our minds. And, and Lord, let us, let us be that, that soil that is, is good seed that your word fell in. And it, and it grew, took root deep into the ground. And, and that seed that, that began to come up breaking through the, the soil, and, and all of a sudden it, it starts having blooms and, and, and fruit bearing on, on that. Lord, And you can, we want you to be so excited as you see us having responded to, to treasuring your word and living it out, Lord, and bearing fruit that remains, fruit that remains. Lord, you said it in John, the 15th chapter, that, that you... you we, you are the vine and we are the branches that we are, are not able to do anything without you, but connected to you, your life flows through us, Lord. Let your word flow through us. Let your word dwell in us and produce much fruit for your glory and your honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. When they get through singing, you're dismissed to shake hands and love each other, okay? Yes, you are. You bring light to the darkness. You give hope. You restore every heart that is broken. Great are you, Lord. It's your breath in our lungs. So we So we
Hey! 